welcome to V1 Church today. Come on, can we make some noise and get loud for everybody watching around the world right now? Come on, this is your lead pastor, Mike Signorelli, and I've got a powerful message to bring you. But I wanna start by giving a couple of shout outs. Do you know that we have an Indiana watch party that is just growing exponentially? Can we give it up for them in Indiana right now? I mean, literally like over 100 plus people. We've got, okay, we just had the marriage conference. We debuted live Spanish translation. And I just want to shout out the Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico. We had, I mean, come on. It's amazing. Hundreds of people watching. And we did a global vow renewal. And I saw the tiles of people's faces as they were embracing their spouse, weeping. Some of them in the same bedroom, in the same living room where the arguments and the abuse occurred, that's where the vows were renewed. Isn't God good? Come on. So if you're watching this right now, I want you to drop a comment. Let us know where you are watching from. And if you're just watching completely alone, maybe in a dorm room or maybe somewhere, um, I don't know, just in your house, in your living room, I just want to let you know there is community being built in the comments. You're not alone and the proof is in the comments. So jump, jump down in the comments, make a new friend, say hello to somebody and let us know where in the world you are watching. And uh, we're just so excited today. Now, I wanna teach you about the power of a moment. And I think that your life could be changed forever if you'll stay on this broadcast for the entire duration. And know just because your friend tagged you just because somebody shared it and you thought you randomly clicked on it, no, that doesn't mean it was random. I actually believe that you may very well be experiencing a divine appointment with God right now. You're like, who is this ball-headed, tie-dye, hoodie-wearing guy with a group of marauders? They look like they are robbing a house after this service. What in the world am I watching? This is nothing like church as I remember it. You know what I would say to you? You're absolutely right, it's not. <laughs> This is a word from God directly into your life for right now. So I want you to stay locked in. If you've got a physical Bible, go ahead and crack it open, get it ready. If you have a Bible that glows, maybe you're watching at the Queen's watch party that just had a grand reopening. Come on, Queens. We love you out there. But I have the notes available in the V1 Church mobile app. So if you go ahead and download it right now on your phone, you can actually follow along with me. But I wanna show you the power of a moment. Moments change everything. Right here in this room is an accumulation of moments. People that used to be strangers who are now spiritual family. People who were lost, now they're found. And it was just a moment, one text message, one smile. You know, when we had the parking lot open before the pandemic, we would have our parking lot greeters wearing the Mickey Mouse hands. And we'd say just a wave in the parking lot could cancel a suicide. And we saw it happen so many times, just one divine appointment at a time. So I wanna share something with you today that God gave me, and I wanna read it exactly like he gave it to me for you. Yes, you, the guy behind the camera right now, you too, Eric and the team that's running production. Yes, the worship team. God wants this to get into your heart right now as well. And yes, you watching online right now. So I want you to hear what God has to say to you right now, because it's your time. It's your time. This time you stop apologizing for people not understanding the call that's on you, this time. 
This time you stop living in fear of people's reaction. This time, this time's different. Get ready, prepare your heart. This time you abandon false dreams for some real faith. Come on, this time. This time you stop being your own worst critic. This time, this time. Does anybody believe this? This time you stop procrastinating and guess what? You start progressing. This time, this time. This time you stop talking yourself out of the dream. This time you stop just procrastinating, putting it off in disbelief and you actually trust God. This time you're gonna trust God. Who is this for? Who am I talking to right now? This time you walk out your convictions, your true belief, and you have integrity to what you know. This time you don't compromise, no. No, you don't compromise for that relationship. You don't compromise for that business. You don't compromise for that ministry. This time, you don't compromise. This time, you do not settle. I don't know who this is for, but this time, you actually stay consistent. This time, this time. This time, you encourage yourself when there's no one else out there and willing to do it. This time, you are your own greatest encourager because you start sounding like the Holy Spirit. This time, this time. Come on, somebody just shout, this time. I just spoke against so many lies that you've been believing and I said the opposite. And I know that the voice inside of your head is still trying to accuse and condemn, but I just hear that phrase this time. Can someone say this time? Come on, can you drop a comment right now saying this time? This time is different because this time you're different. This time is different because this time you're different. Let me just say it louder for the 600th person in the digital congregation hiding in the way back. This time is different, not because they're different, not because your country is different, not because the finances are different. This time is different because you're different. And because God's about to change you, everything's about to change. This time, this time, Luke chapter 19 verse 41 through 44, check this out. And this to me is so important to understand. It's all about timing. We all have 24 hours in our day. We all spend that time and we kind of go through the chronological timeline, but then there's these moments. It's a different type of time. Jesus weeps over Jerusalem. And when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it. Jesus is weeping over Jerusalem. This is the one who is getting ready to die to save the entire world. And he's weeping. Verse 42 saying, would, would that you, even you, had known on this day the things that make for peace. Watch this. But now, this is, this is so crazy. But now, the time has come. Now the time has come. The word, another translation says, because you did not know the time of your visitation, destruction will come upon you. So he's weeping. Jesus is absolutely tore up in his emotions because he's saying the Messiah is here. There is this special designation of time, but because you don't notice it, because you don't know it, destruction will come upon you because you do not know the time 
of your visitation. The Greeks have two different words to indicate time. The New Testament is primarily written in the Greek language. Chronos, which is used to indicate chronological, that means one after another after another, a series of events. If you're watching WandaVision on Disney, you can't wait for Friday because Chronos is happening. Chronologically, they're taking you on a journey. We just finished The Mandalorian. We're waiting for more chronologically. When they took away, when Netflix took away chronological order, you called off of work, pretended to be sick. Some of you need to repent so you can binge watch all of the series that were available outside of chronological time. But if you're a child of the 80s and 90s, you remember when you used to have to wait for a show to come out. That's chronological. But then there's this other kind, Kairos which are these moments of time that we all desire and we all hope for, chronos, chronos. And the thing that you need to understand about that is kairos is a Greek word used 86 times in the New Testament. Kairos moments are defined like this. Write this down in your notes. When everything syncs up perfectly, it is arriving at a God moment. And watch this, this is the set time of maximum opportunity for change. Maximum opportunity for change. 86 times in the New Testament, this word kairos is used to indicate there is a maximum opportunity for change. A maximum opportunity for change. Right now, somebody watching is having a kairos moment. There's this maximum opportunity to change from addicted to free from addiction. There's this massive opportunity from church hurt and skeptical of church leadership to being under the covering of a good, healthy, life-giving, accountable church. There's a Kairos moment, but Kairos moments offend your woundedness. Kairos moments offend your intellectual processing abilities. Kairos moments, the God moments will be in opposition to the pain of your past because you'll be looking at the guy that you're supposed to marry, but you won't even see him standing in front of you and you'll friend zone him. Come on, I'm helping some guy out right now. I'm helping you out. Somebody's like, I am so glad I listened to this sermon. Thank you, Pastor Mike. You'll be looking at the guy you're supposed to marry, but your past woundedness will miss a Kairos moment. You know, I, I believe that the healthiest part of me chose Julie. I was broken, I was lost. I spent years in my marriage trying to figure out why in the world did I marry her? I'm wrong for her, she's wrong for me. But then after I got healed, I realized the healthiest part of me Probably the only part that was healthy chose Julie. There was a Kairos moment where I looked through the crowd. I saw this curly-headed girl at 19, and I said, come on, boo kitty. I don't know how they're going to translate that in ASL or Spanish. <laughs> but here's, here's a better one. <laughs> but the healthiest part of me, there was something, there was a Kairos moment. I remember the, the time where I was standing in my garage and I'm watching on my small iPhone the news footage that's playing these scenes of this horrific event called Hurricane Sandy. And the Holy Spirit speaks to me. I'm in my garage in Indiana. 
I owned a home with a half acre backyard and a four seasons room. And I would look out in my backyard. I had this large, expansive garden where my then first oldest daughter, who was only a couple years old, would help me in the garden. And I had a music venue down the street. And I had multiple businesses and would travel. And I was pastoring at a local church. And my life was set up. And I felt like, man, this is it. I've arrived. I made it. This is the American dream. But Kairos moments will demand that you actually trade the American dream for God's dream. I don't know who I'm talking to right now, but there'll be a moment where he asks you to sell everything. There'll be a moment where he demands, see this, we're about kingdom building and not our kingdom, but his. And sometimes you've got to trade the American dream for God's dream. And I'm holding my phone and the Holy Spirit spoke, spoke to me so clearly and said, serve those people with your life. And I knew when he said the phrase with your life, it meant no turning back. And I showed up for a Kairos moment. And this, moment, this word was used 86 times in the New Testament because God was trying to help them understand that there's chronological time, but then there's moments and you can miss the moment you could miss the moment. Look at this next one. I think this is gonna help you. The Greeks have two different words, chronos, but then you go into the sequential time into kairos. Now look where it happens. I wanna show you in scripture. Mark chapter one, verse 15. And saying, the time, somebody say this time. You see, you hear, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. It was like everybody was going to temple. Everybody was trying to fulfill the hundreds upon hundreds of Jewish laws and customs. And in the midst of all of their striving, in the midst of their self-condemnation, oh, I, I know that I fall short of the law. The very one who had come on assignment from heaven to fulfill the law is crying out. Now is the time it's being fulfilled. The kingdom of God is here. I'm standing in Amityville, New York, where right down the street is the Amityville Horror House. I'm standing in what used to be months ago, a bar where people drank alcohol and intentionally cheated on their spouse. And I now echo Mark chapter one, verse 15, and says the time is now. <laughs> it's now. The time, we are standing in a Kairos moment that says the same building that facilitated cheating is gonna facilitate reconciliation in their marriage. Come on, the same town that was known for a horror house and the power of hell is about to be known for, come on, the holy house that experienced the power of heaven. Oh, not holy because of our own actions. Come on, then we could take some credit for it. I'm talking about the low dog, dirty sinners, the ones that pulled the needle out of their vein the night before and claw their way into this building. And they're made holy, not by their own works, but by what this person did. And he said it then and 2,000 years later, that resurrection power is still flowing through every language on every continent. And it's still moving and it's still miraculous and it's still working and it's still breaking chains now is the time it's religion as usual 
until we get a divine disruption. Now is the time. The Kairos, come on. Paul, watch this. Paul communicated the urgency of the gospel. I tell you, now is the Kairos. Come on, somebody say, this time. He's saying it now. So Jesus has ascended to heaven. And now Paul has taken up the mantle of carrying the kingdom. And he's got this urgency. And he says, now is the time of favor. Now is the day of salvation. This is 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2. There is a window of opportunity to accept God's salvation. And we do not know when that window will close. We do not know when that window will close. As I look at the faces of those that have gotten freedom through V1 Church, before we filmed, I asked for testimonies. One of our team members said God set him free last week from 19 years of shame. We never know when that window will close. You know, the most terrifying thought to me now is not the thought of selling my home and not having the four seasons room to look out into my backyard and tend a garden with my daughter. That's not the most terrifying thought. It's not closing my music venue. It's not shutting down my businesses. That's not the most terrifying thought, cashing out my 401k in retirement to start a church. That's not the most terrifying thought. You know what scares me the most now? The thought of not saying yes when the Kairos moment's here and the window closes and somebody goes from 19 years of shame to 20. 20 years to 21. That's what scares me. It's the fear of God. The fear of God. I fear missing those moments, and I would rather get rejected in every Dunkin' Donuts in New York trying to buy people lattes to tell them the gospel than to stand before God and say, I cared more about my comfort than I did about your Kairos. I cared more about my comfort than I did about your Kairos. And yes, this makes me the most annoying pastor on the planet because I care about the comments that are happening right now in this broadcast because sometimes people will comment once and never try again. Sometimes they'll show up through your door once and never show up again. And see, if we can multiply the number of God's servants who understand the power of a Kairos moment, then we can start a movement. Do you believe we can do that? It can happen in Canada. It can happen in South America. It can happen in Western Europe. Our biggest problem right now as a church, and I'm celebrating this right now, is we run service times for British summertime services that accumulate over a thousand views before we even wake up here in New York. And our biggest problem is when we finish with all this construction, how do we still give live services to British summertime services? We've graduated our problems. And sometimes what the enemy tries to do is to keep you in the smallness of your own routine that you miss the Kairos moments. Your routine could be the greatest barrier to your destiny being fulfilled. And God wants permission to break out of your routine. Watch this. A Kairos moment in time is made up of three elements. Element number one 
is, it, is move, it is a moment of maximum opportunity. It's a maximum opportunity moment. Number two is this. It's a moment when change becomes possible. Do you know that there are some people in your life that you're believing to accept Christ and, and really because of the hardness of their heart, because of how they've been wounded by the local church, because of all the crazy things that religious people have done, because of all the pastors that have tried to manipulate people for their finances, their heart is closed off. But then there's these Kairos moments, these moments where you've invited that same friend to watch a V1 Church broadcast for 17 weeks in a row and got 17 no's. But then this happens a moment when change becomes possible. See, Paul understood Kairos when he said in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, now is the time, it's the Kairos for the favor of God. Now is the day of salvation. He was speaking from personal experience because he was this intellectualized Pharisee that thought it was his mission to kill Christians. But a Kairos happened to him. He was on the road to Damascus. He was blinded by his own superiority, by his own pride. He was blinded. He thought he was doing the right thing. Do you know how many people on the internet are hurting each other because they think that their political party is doing the right thing? Paul's, Paul's. You know how many church people have hurt each other in the name of them each thinking they're doing the right thing? It's the spirit that Paul had, but he was blinded. But a Kairos moment happened where suddenly the impossible became possible and he was blinded. All of a sudden he began to see, I think about the Super Bowl. It's literally the song that's being sung is I'm blinded by the light. <laughs> Why? It's a prophetic timeline of a Kairos moment that's gonna happen to the global Saul's that are getting ready to be transformed into Paul's. And the light that they're talking about is not the light of the knowledge of the world, but the light of Christ that's gonna blind them on a Damascus Road experience and say, I'm gonna turn upside down all of your wisdom and give you the foolishness of the kingdom. I'm gonna turn upside down all of your knowledge, the knowledge of the world and, and give you the foolishness of the knowledge of Christ. They're not gonna be able to understand it, but it's gonna surpass their thinking. The Lord wants me to tell somebody watching right now, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Surrender in this Kairos moment. Stop trying to figure it out and surrender. Number three is this. A Kairos moment occurs when all things come together and they align. A Kairos moment says, God, I don't know why I struggled with addiction. And then he sets you free from addiction and says, guess what? You've got a story to tell that just turned into a testimony. For every Kairos appointment I'll give you with those who are addicted in your sphere of influence. It's a moment where everything aligns for such a time as this. It's Moses saying, I have such a deep sense of justice that I murdered an Egyptian when he didn't do the right thing. God, what can you do with this sense of justice? And God says, I'll teach you how to connect the miraculous with justice and we'll split a Red Sea and cause my children to be taken out of slavery. We've got our social justice warriors right now. 
and you feel something burning inside of your chest. You wanna have a mission in your life. You wanna feel that you made a difference, but all you've done is made division. But God's getting ready to turn you in not the Moses the murderer, but Moses the thing, the, the man that takes people out of Egypt and slavery and actually connects the miraculous with the justice. Maybe you're an intellectual Christian that nothing's ever good enough. This sermon wasn't good enough. Worship wasn't good enough. And you have, you have brought in the negativity of it's not enough because there's a voice of condemnation that speaks to your heart and your mind all day long telling you you're not enough. And see, right now in this Kairos moment, you can be on this road to Damascus where guess what happens? All things come together and they align. Everything you've learned, everything you've experienced converges in one place. There's a moment where that happened in scripture. Genesis chapter 21, verse one through two. And the Lord visited Sarah as he said, watch, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. I could just preach a whole sermon on that. And the Lord did unto Bree as he spoke. God said it. She didn't even believe it at times, but it still happened. <laughs> Here's the key. For Sarah conceived and bore Abraham a son in his old age. Watch this. At the set time of which God had spoken to him. At the set time. Did it happen when she wanted it to? Did it happen when she thought it was possible? It happened right on time. And I wanna end by saying this. God wants to settle something in your heart. See, this is a story of redemption. Saul, who turned into Paul, thought he was doing right, and God said, I'll put you on the right path so that you build legacy. Moses, who killed that Egyptian, thought he was doing right, and God said, I'll put you on the right path and redeem your story. Sarah and Abraham, you doubt I gave you the word, but I'm gonna do right in my time. And some of you are struggling with when, when's it gonna happen? When's it gonna happen? When, when, when? Here's the thing about Kairos. You can't even tell somebody to expect the unexpected because you'll never, ever, ever know when it's gonna happen. All you can do is discern as it's happening and drive it all the way to completion. It's this invisible staircase of faith that you can only walk one step at a time. And you know, when I packed up my stuff and moved to New York, I had no idea what was gonna happen. But do you know where I learned how to, how to lead like that? Jesus dying on a cross and saying, I have no guarantee that they'll ever reciprocate. I have no guarantee that they'll ever do this in return, but I'm gonna put my love on the line without a guarantee believing that they're gonna say yes when that moment, when the time occurs. Right now, would you just say yes to what God has for you? I believe there's somebody watching that just knows without a shadow of a doubt that you are experiencing a Kairos moment right now. Maybe you've lost faith for yourself, but God drew you to this broadcast, drew you to a watch party where you got invited from, from a friend. And maybe you told that friend no a number of times and laughed at the thought that you were the person that rejected someone else. Would you accept Jesus right now? 
somebody's running from their calling, not because you run from your calling, but you've been running from God's house and that's where your calling's gonna be fulfilled. Some of you have been running from this business venture. You know it's time to start because you failed before and it's held you back from starting up again. Or maybe you're telling your friends, oh, I just lost passion for that thing, it's my life. But it's not really a loss of passion. You still have the passion, it's a loss of confidence. But there's a Kairos moment right now where things that were not possible suddenly become possible. Would you close your eyes, just remove all distractions? I want you to think right now about the things that you think are impossible. Are you single and you think, well, probably I'll always just be alone because I'm only dating to the level of what I deserve and what I deserve has not showed up? What if it has? What if it's getting ready to? What are you envisioning right now? God's dealing with your heart in this moment. And here's what I want you to do. Just say a simple prayer and then we're gonna close it out with a chorus. Just say these words with me right now. Heavenly Father, I surrender to this Kairos moment. Have your way in my life. I will go all the way this time. No turning back. I will not miss the moment. I give my life to you, Jesus. I commit my way to you, Father. And I thank you that today, I am changed. Come on, in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Come on, somebody shout, just let it be so. Come on, let's sing.